Welcome to Living Loved and Free with Carol G, a podcast sponsored by Pathway for career-focused, high-achieving Christian women who desire true love and the freedom to be who God created you to be. I am Carol Griffiths, your Kingdom Life Coach and Freedom Guide, and I am excited to share practical strategies to help you thrive in your kingdom-focused life. Hi, hi, hi. I'm so excited to be back with you. This is episode two of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. So if you listen to episode one, shout out to you, you're a returning listener. So glad to have you here with me for episode two. And if this is your first time listening, welcome to the party. I hope you enjoy this episode. And guess what? I want you to go back and listen to episode one, two, because that episode was so good. So anyway, whether you are a first timer or you are returning, I am so happy to have you here. Please feel free to send me a message either on Facebook, LinkedIn, or go to the website and send a message, send me an email. I love to hear from listeners. Can I tell you that the messages that I have received thus far from listeners have blessed my heart in so many ways. So thank you for being here and let's get it started. I love to share my journey. That is really what this Living Loved and Free podcast is all about. I am sharing my journey of living loved and free with the hope that as I share my journey, that it will encourage you on your journey. And so when I was planning this podcast, God gave me so much data, so much content, and I was so excited. I'm like, this is gonna be so good. And this is this must be the information for the first full episode. And I was excited. And then he gave me the, the date to start. And so I was like, yep, I gotta get this episode recorded. But here's the thing, I could not get to record that episode. I tried in my mind. I played it over. I looked at the notes. I had it in my head. I'm like, I had this block. I couldn't get to record it, right? So if you listen to the first episode, you know what happened and the shift that God did in what the first episode ended up being. So the first episode was not what I expected it to be. God had something else in mind. And after recording the first episode, I understood why that had to happen. And then as I listened back to the recording of the first episode, God explained even further why that first episode needed to be what it was, right? And of course, I like to share what he shares with me, with you, because 
y'all my peeps, right? So this is what he said to me. He said that if I had started with the content that he had been giving me in the months prior, it would have been the equivalent of starting a vacation in the hotel room, right? Now I'm gonna explain what that means. And if this is your first time, I need to let you know, travel is something that I love to do. So God speaks to me often in travel analogy because it's something that connects with the way my brain works, right? And so when he said that, it automatically clicked what he meant. And I was like, oh, that makes so much sense. So here's the thing. When we go on vacation, the hotel is like one of my favorite parts of vacation. I love hotels. I spend a lot of time looking around and I do the virtual tours of the hotels to choose a hotel that has a room that I'm going to enjoy being in, right? So when God said to me, had I started the podcast with the content that he had been giving me, it would have been the equivalent of starting the vacation already in the hotel room. And by that, it means, you know, I would have been missing, I would have left out the part from home to actually getting to the hotel room, right? And people may vary. For my husband, once we get to the airport in the city where we live, he feels like vacation has started. For me, when I get to the hotel room, I feel like vacation has started. But the truth is, there's a process that comes before we get to the hotel and even before we get to the airport. So God was saying he, he wanted me to include the before aspect, the preparation aspect, because he said that people need to recognize how important preparation is. First episode, I focused on what we are not taking on our journey. Just like when you're going on vacation, there are things that you don't take. You don't take everything in your home with you on vacation. There are some things that we have become accustomed to in our lives that don't need to be a part of living loved and free because they will not add value. They will not support living loved and free. So that was the focus of the first episode, No Junk Allowed. We had to identify, I had to identify the things that were stopping me from proceeding on the living loved and free with Carol G journey. This episode I'm looking at what are the things that I need for the journey? What are the things that we need for a living, loved, and free journey? In Luke 14, 
verses 25 to 33, Jesus tells the people who are following him that they need to count the cost of following him. They need to assess what is involved and determine that they are prepared to pay the price of discipleship. And so that is similar to what he said to me. We need to, as, as, as you engage in this process, as you decide to journey with me on this living, loved and free journey, and this is not just a podcast. When I tell you like, this is life, I share aspects of my life what's happening in my life, the things that God shares with me as I'm on this journey is what I have shared and will share with you because this is to help you on your current journey. This is not like, oh, this is just a novel idea or this is just something to pass the time. No, God is saying that he wants you to know that you can live loved and free as well. Love and freedom are available to you right now. If you are a child of God, if you have chosen Jesus as your savior and your Lord, then love and freedom should be a part of your life. However, there is there are things that are involved in that life, right? So just like if you're going on vacation, you determine what you need according to where you're going and what you plan to do. For example, you know, if you're going to a beach setting, then you're gonna pack some bathing suits, suntan, lotion, sunscreen, whatever the case may be, depending on your skin tone, right? And you're gonna have your flip-flops, your sunglasses, those type of things. If you're going to a cold climate, you're going to make sure that you have jackets, hats, mittens, boots, and then also what you plan to do while you're on vacation. You could be going on a vacation that's just purely a retreat, a getaway by yourself. You may need to take your journal and a lot of pens. You may take your coloring books and your coloring pencils because that's just the type of flow you're gonna have. You may need to take all your credit cards because you go into shop, (laughs) right? If you go into amusement parks or you go in hiking, then you're going to make sure that you have the right shoes that will support the journey that you're going on. So when we're talking about this living, loved and free journey, which is really the life journey, it is your life journey. You have to consider what do you need to support you living loved and free. And you're going to determine that just like with a vacation with your life, you need to look at where am I going? Where are you going? And what do you plan to do? So if you are a kingdom citizen, then essentially you're moving towards eternity with God and as you move towards eternity with God, living each day purposefully, then what you plan to do in each of those purposeful days is to glorify God. And the way that we glorify God is by being who he created us to be, right? And that is to be people 
who have love, freedom, and abundance. That's what it means to live in the kingdom. Living loved and free is living the kingdom life. And the kingdom life is love, freedom, and abundance. So I'm going to share a little bit about what are the tools you need to enjoy love, freedom, and abundance. Love, freedom, and abundance. What are the tools that we need? And these are going to be the things that help you to thrive as God's daughter. In order for us to thrive, we have to take care of all aspects of us. We have to take care of ourselves, body, soul, and spirit. Now, when you hear me talk about soul, I'm talking about the heart and the mind and the will, right? Our emotions, our thoughts, and the decisions that we're making. So what are the things that we need to nurture our body, soul, and spirit? And when we think about our body, you know, there are basic needs, at the basic level, we need shelter, food, clothing, and security. Here's the thing though. According to the word of God, those are not our concerns. God has those on lock, <laughs> right? He has promised to supply our needs. He has promised to add to us what we need. That's what Matthew 6 is talking about when it tells us not to worry about what we will eat or what we will wear. Why does it say not to worry? Because God got us. God has us covered. So we should trust that our basic physical needs are covered no matter what it looks like in the natural you can stand on the truth of God's word and when your soul starts to get anxious you speak to your soul and you remind your soul that the word of God which is true yesterday today and forever says that God will take care of me. God will not leave me nor forsake me. So when basic needs are troubling you, remind yourself, God has you covered. Then we look at the soul, our mind and our heart and our will, right? And what are the things that you need to thrive? What are the things that you need to thrive at a soul level? Our thoughts, our mental capacity, our emotions, positivity, positive environments, nurturing relationships, life-giving relationships, reciprocal relationships, healthy community, right? God is a relational God. God created us to be relational beings. Relationships color our life. Relationships color our life. 
And I say that because first, our relationship with God affects how we relate to ourselves and everybody else. And the type of relationship we have with ourselves will determine the type of people we allow to influence, to be a part of, to be in our inner circle. And so relationships are vital. Good, positive, life-giving, reciprocal relationships are vital. And my guess is that if you're listening to this podcast, you are a woman of a certain age, which means that you are old enough to choose who you let close to you. And I'm here to tell you, if you're having relational issues, there are some decisions that you need to make in terms of why are you letting people disturb your peace? Why are you letting people cause you not to thrive in this season of your life? You have control of who you let into your space. Even if you think you don't, you have a choice. Even if you think you don't, you have a choice. Okay? And the other thing that nurtures our soul is whether we have meaningful work. Whether we have meaningful work. And I'm in a season of my life where I absolutely love the work that I do. I am so thankful that God has opened up the opportunity to serve in the capacity that I do as a kingdom life coach. And I get to walk alongside women and help them to see themselves through God's eyes and help them to live fulfilling lives, live the life that God created them for. I love it. It taps into all of my gifts, all of the things that I'm passionate about. So I love the work that I do. That has not always been the case, right? I've always had jobs that I was good at. I've had jobs that I really enjoyed, but this is the first time that I am working in a capacity that uses all of my gifts. And that is what I enjoy most about the work that I'm doing. In other careers, I only got to use some of my gifts. And so I always felt like I want to be doing more. I want to be doing more. I want more impact. I want to be able to use my teaching gift as well as my encouraging gift, as well as my analytical gift. Like I wanted to use all of my strengths and I wasn't always able to. So when I say meaningful work, like I understand that you may not have work that really satisfies you on a deep level in terms of your career and you may need to find other avenues for for the parts of you that your your job is not tapping into 
in those seasons of the other careers that I had, I did that, right? When I worked as a guidance counselor, I was also a Sunday school teacher. So I got to do more teaching in that capacity, right? When I worked as an accountant, I was involved in community service organizations that allowed me to tap into the part of me that likes to know that I'm making a direct impact on people, right? And so meaningful work, whether it's paid or volunteer, nurtures your soul. And then your spirit is the part of you that connects with God. And so to connect with God, to nurture your God relationship, that's where prayer and Bible study comes in. These are the things, these are basic things. These are typical things that are necessary. Now, what they look like in your life is going to depend on who you are, what you need, how you're wired, and the season of life that you're in, right? The Bible speaks about praying without ceasing. So prayer is simply communication with God, simply conversation with God. Holy Spirit dwells within us once we accept Jesus as Savior. And therefore, you can be in continuous communication, i.e. prayer, with God. It doesn't mean you're on your face, you're on your knees all the time praying. No, prayer is ongoing communication with God. But in terms of like Bible study, Bible reading, it depends on your season. If you're busy five minutes, 15 minutes a day, maybe all you have. I'm in a season where I could be in the word for hours at a time, right? Because that's a part of my work actually. So <laughs> I need to be in the word because the word is what fuels me to do the work that I have to do. So Spending time in the word is actually a part of my work. But what I'm saying is, you know, even in terms of the relationships that you have, depending on your age, depending on your season, depending on your stage of life, relationships look different. Are you married? Are you single? Do you have children? Do you work full time, part time? Do you, you know, what's happening in your life is going to determine what the various aspects look like and what you need to thrive in this season. But we all have tools that we need. We all have basic things that we need to thrive. And one thing I want to say is that often we can spend so much time focusing on what we don't have right? Even in terms of like our physical needs. And like I said, physical needs, a shelter, food, clothing, and security. We may want a five bedroom, five bath with a pool house and currently be living in a two bedroom apartment, but your need for shelter is, is, is met, right? But we can be so caught up on I don't have the mansion in the nice area that I dreamed of, that I feel God should give me because I'm entitled to it. I deserve it. I want it. That we miss the fact that you have shelter. I have shelter. You know, we may want fine dining, 
but we so we miss the fact that we have food in the house you may not want to cook all the time but you have something to eat so we have to be mindful that while we are journeying we don't spend too much time looking ahead to what we want that we miss out on enjoying where we are and what we have right here where we are so pay attention to where you are right now what you have right now nine times out of ten the lack you perceive is not as large as you think it is when you really think about what are the needs right and then we also have to take into consideration that god answers our prayers our expectations meets our needs in ways that we didn't anticipate right i remember when i the job that I had before I became self-employed. I remember I had to travel. I had to move to another island to get that job. And I was praying to God. I was praying to God because I was going to an island that I was not familiar with, did not have any family or friends there. And I was praying to God, God, I need a car. God, I need a car. God, I need a car because I had sold my car to go back to school a few years prior. And so I'm, I'm like, God, I'm going to need a car. And at some point he said to me, what is your need? I said, God, I need a car. I just said that. Like, <laughs> Did you miss that? <laughs> Did you not read the, the, the memo? And he said, what is your need? And it took me a while. I think he may have asked it a few times before it clicked. And I said, okay, I need to get to and from school, right? Because I'm going to be working out of school. So I need transportation to and from school. So we said, okay, pray for your need. You need transportation. So I shifted my prayer and I prayed for transportation instead of praying for a car. And he answered that prayer. And when I tell you, I left the island of my home, went to a strange island with a truckload of goods, landed on that island, and was expected to be at work the following day. And I had no idea how I was getting to work. And as I got to the headquarters on that island for education, the personnel manager made a call and before I left that office to go to my apartment, she had arranged for one of the teachers who I had never met to pick me up at eight o'clock the next morning to take me to school and for the duration of the school year. Those colleagues, it was a husband and wife, they picked me up and dropped me home every day, refused to accept any money every day. They picked me up from home, took me to work with, they worked at the same school and at the end of the day, waited for me, we got in the car and they dropped me back home. Need met, need met. 
I thought I needed my own car, but it turned out it worked out because the money that I would have been investing in a car, I was able to put towards a wedding because during that first year on that job, I got proposed to. (laughs) That Christmas break, I got my proposal and a week after school closed, we got married. And so when my husband moved to the island, I then had a vehicle because he had a vehicle. It was his is mine. <laughs> it was mine is his. So I got the car a year later, well, almost a year later. So I say all of that to say, as I close out this episode, think about what you need in this season to thrive. Not what you need five years down the road, not what you needed two years ago, right now where you are in this current season of your life, what do you need to thrive? What are the things that you need that will nurture your body, soul, and spirit? Ask Holy Spirit to help you to identify your needs in this season and feel free to share feel free to send me a message send me an email right in the show notes is the link to the website send me a message i love to hear from you to know how the information is resonating with you and so and even if you listen to episode one and you have not sent a message yet but you have identified some junk that you are not taking on this living loved and free journey please feel free to send me a message about that too i look forward to our next episode until then remember that you are deeply loved by god and you are free to unapologetically be who God created you to be. God bless you. Thanks for joining me for this episode of Living Loved and Free with Carol G. Brought to you by Pathway, where we guide women to love and freedom. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate, like, or leave a comment with your feedback in your podcast app or send us an email with your thoughts or questions at info at pathwayteam242.org. We also invite you to join our email community at pathwayteam242.org. And be sure to connect with Pathway or Carol Griffiths on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. All our links are in the show notes. I am Carol Griffiths, your Kingdom Life Coach and Freedom Guide. Until next time, remember that you are free to be who God created you to be.